Become a Master Builders Victoria member, mention SEN and get $140 off your membership. Kogan Mobile. Get started for just $4.90 for 30 days. KoganMobile.com.au slash AFL. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Yeah, great to have your company on Dwayne's World with Sam Edmund for the next few days anyway while the pipe puts his feet up and has a bit of a rest. Hope you're enjoying the show. Well, the GWS Giants are enjoying life at the moment. What is it now? Four of the last five they've won Leon Cameron's mob and they've got a nice little head of steam up as has our next guest who is now two games back into a comeback from, well, he's had some exotic injuries, this man. This is a pretty unique one as well. The lacerated liver, of course, is the All-Australian two-time best and fairest winner, Lockie Whitfield. Thanks for joining us, Lock. Yeah, pleasure. How are you? I'm going well. Thanks for your time. We mentioned the lacerated liver. You must be sick to death of talking about it, but I just wonder if you've, you've established, are you the only VFL, AFL player to ever had this injury? Do you stand alone with this? I haven't done the research, um, but the club doctor has said he's never seen it before, so potentially... And I guess if it was going to be anyone, it was going to be you. I mean, after the appendicitis, <laughs> which is not so unusual, but right on the eve of uh, the grand final and such a couple of years ago, you you, you do have uh, form in this area, Lockie. I know. Um, I guess my organs aren't, aren't that well equipped, are they? Um, I tend to get these weird injuries, but it's all part of footy, isn't it? And what actually, really, actually kind of. Yeah, yeah. Well, what actually <laughs> happened with this one? This is a, a training incident, of course, and I, everything we read about it, it was it was all pretty innocuous. Yeah, it was just a, a normal knee to the ribs. Um, I guess I thought at first it was just going to be a broken rib, but whenever you get the ribs checked, they sort of you know check for you know, if there's any bleeding in the organ area, and um, yeah, we found some blood. Have you found the comeback? Have you found it two games back into the hurly-burly of it all? Uh, yeah, it's good to be back playing. Um, probably second, that was a bit tougher than first for me. I, I probably played a bit on adrenaline in that first game, but it's good to be back. It's good to get a couple of wins as well. So there's a good vibe around the club at the moment. And when you come back from such a long period off, is it uh, is it fitness or is it touch or or is it, it might even be a combination of both? But I imagine the way that you are prepared as professionals, fitness wise, while you can't replicate the the match sort of um, physicality uh, in training, it, maybe it's just more touch. Oh, it's definitely a combination of both. Um, you know, in the weeks leading up to my return, I was I'm actually doing more Ks than I have been in the last few weeks playing. So there's there's only so much running that you can do until you need to get the match practice in. So um, I've definitely felt pretty cooked in the last two games because you can't really emulate the, the training and the hits and the repeat sprints and all that sort of stuff you get in footy. Um, but yeah, as well as the touch, my, my touch was definitely off in the first week, I think. I got a little bit better last week, so it's all you know. It's all going to take probably another, maybe another month until you know. I assume I'll be playing hopefully better footy, but um, yeah, it's definitely a combination of both. And you would have seen watching from the sidelines in the first few weeks, all the rage, all the talk was around how fast the game is, how high scoring it is, the stand rule, and the various other um, changes to the game from kickouts, etc. Now that you've had a couple of weeks in it, I mean, it's said to have come back a little bit, but how have you found? The pace of the game, you're in a unique position to answer this, given you haven't played since, well, for so long, going back to last season. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, coming off a big injury, it's sort of been tough because I've been I've been really struggling to keep up a bit over the last two weeks. But um, in um, in theory, I, I kind of like the idea because I think, you know, being a runner, 
mm. um, myself. It kind of suits probably my my style of footy. So. Um, I'm hoping I can adapt to it, but at the moment I'm sort of struggling with it. I was going to say, you must be licking your chops at the prospect of being able to, to play on and run laterally and just get that couple of seconds head start on a, on a, on a man on the mark, for example. Yeah, um, I think we saw in the first few rounds um, how easily it can get exploited. Um, teams seem to be a little bit more tired, plus uh, learning how to sort of defend that a bit better at the moment, but yeah, it's still. I think it's a really good rule. I, I really like it. I think the game's in a much better spot because of it. Uh, I don't know the exact stats, but I, I assume it's more high scoring and probably better to watch. So, yeah, I think it's really good. Gee, it was a tight game on the weekend against the Bombers. I mean, you had a mount. What you have them by about four goals at three quarter time. I mean, was your heart in your mouth at stages of that last quarter, particularly when the ball was on its way to Kyle Hooker at the death? Yeah, oh, it was pretty stressful to be honest. Um, I think we probably just made it a bit tough on ourselves um, in a few areas. But look, like I, I think Essendon have won. Oh, sorry, lost three or four games under a kick, so they're they're going actually a lot better than probably what it looks like on the wins loss column. So we knew it was going to be a tough game, and they definitely brought it. Their mids were really good. Um, they ran hard, and yeah, it was, it was a tough game. And I don't have the numbers in front of me, but don't you guys, the Giants, have an unbelievably good record in, in close games? I don't expect you to know what the record is, but there's clearly something when the games get tight, you guys have a way of finding a way. I was actually told yesterday it was um, we've won 14 of 15 right. under, a goal, under a goal or something. That's so, amazing. Yeah, that's, that's a pretty cool start, I think. Um, yeah, I, I, I just guess it means we've you know got a pretty good system when it comes to um, you know late in games and either trying to win it or save it. Every team sort of probably got a, a structure that they go to at that time of the game, and yeah, we've got ours down pat. It looks like at the moment. Yeah, so you would have a, clearly a blueprint, a go-to plan for whether you're in front by a handful of points or behind by a handful of points with you know say sixty seconds, two minutes left. Yeah, 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 we do. We yeah. um, we practice it a little bit more probably in um, theory than out in the field. Um, but I'm sure every other team does. Uh, there's a lot of win the game and save the game calls that get thrown around towards the end. So, um, yeah, it's just a part of footy these days because there's so many close games. Bit of classroom time. I'm sure the boys absolutely love that. Yeah, oh, sometimes, sometimes not. But um, at, at this time of the year, it's probably more time off legs is better. So we don't yep. mind it. Was there a bit of classroom time after the boys were zipping three? I mean, this must have been frustrating for you watching on winless from your yeah. your first three. A couple of pretty decent losses in there as well. A couple of five goal defeats to Fremantle and, and Melbourne. Look, it's it's all turned around, as I said, four of your last five since then. What's been the key to the turnaround? Can you pinpoint a couple of things for us? Um, oh, we we probably don't. We probably didn't think we we're going as bad as everyone was saying. Uh, we had a pretty bad game against Fremantle, but other than that. Um, our effort and um, our play was actually there. We just sort of didn't get over the line against the Saints in the first game, and you know we played the D's and the Dogs, who are you know, obviously the two best, on, you know, top four teams at the moment. So um, we've sort of got, got our shit together in the last month or so uh, as well. But it's it's all going going pretty nicely in terms of like our youth going really well. Um, obviously, we've got a couple of injuries, but. Uh, our system's working at the moment, so we're just trying to ride the wave a bit. 
Speaking of giant star, Lockie Whitfield, what are you made of the injuries, Lockie? I don't know if you subscribe to the theory that we have the same conversation around this time every year with so many players out. There does seem to be a lot of them. And as you mentioned, you guys have been hit as hard as anyone. Yeah, it's it's um, unfortunately, it's just the um, normality in footy these days. Like, I don't know if it's got anything to do with the weird season we had last year, but it just seems to be um, every club's having real injury issues. But um, yeah, we've dealt with it, as you said, for a handful of years. So I guess, unfortunately, we're sort of used to it. And yeah, I know it's a, it's a good opportunity for the youth, though. And as we've probably shown in the last month, they've put their hand up and they come in with excitement and bring energy, which is good for the old blokes as well. And I know you're not the club doctor or physio or high-performance manager, Lockie, but is the general feeling that you get a lot of these guys back sort of close to or shortly after the, the buy? Obviously, Phil Davis um, is in and around the mark. Nick Haynes as well. Um, maybe yeah. Braden Pruce is making some some ground as well. Adam Kennedy in the lock? Yeah, all those four boys, uh, I'd imagine, will be playing in and around the buy. I think uh, Haynes is probably back next week, maybe this week. Uh, Phil probably just behind him. And then, yeah, the two boys with shoulders will be back around the buy. Yep. And, um, you know, Tom Hutchison, one of our small forwards, is playing VFL this week. So another one that will probably put his hand up to play AFL within the month. So starting to get a few back. But um, there's obviously a handful on that long-term sort of list, which is unfortunate. And we spoke about how you've won four of your last five and in some and some really good nick. The next three weeks on paper are absolutely crucial, and there's some big games here. You've got Richmond, obviously, this weekend, then West Coast, and then Brisbane at the Gabba. So three quality opponents. This is going to be a, a pretty big three-week period for you coming up to the bye. Yeah, absolutely. I'm pretty excited for it. Um, it's always cool to test yourself who against the you know the better teams and they, those three teams have obviously been really good over the uh, past few years so it's going to be exciting um we get a home game against the eagles and um yeah down in melbourne this week so i don't know pretty pretty fun pretty excited and what are you yeah what are your travel plans uh Lockie? obviously it's all chartered flights at the moment will it be a same day trip for you or will you get to come the the night before do you know yeah, we're doing the same day um, this week. Unfortunately, I'd probably, I'd definitely rather come the night before. But understanding the um, the nature of everything at the moment, we're yeah. just flying down on the day. Uh, it probably helps that we've got a night game. I know some teams, uh, like, like Essendon last week, had to fly up the morning and then play an Arvo game. That would have been tough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's just how it is at the moment. Where you know, I think we had the AFLPA in yesterday, and that was one of one of the major talking points on our agenda, the same day travel. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. We'll see what happens with it. Yeah. Can you, can you, without giving away state secrets, just talk a bit to that about what it's like as a, as a professional player. And I mean, a lot of myths were dispelled last year around what can and can't be done. And a lot of you guys did what you had to do and credit to you to keep the season afloat, of course. So you are, I guess, more conditioned now than what you would have been this time last year, but what it's like traveling on the day of the game and then back on the plane after the game, you know, without, without coming across as, as whinging, just how challenging it is and different for you? Um, it's, like, we all understand that we have to, you know, do these things to keep footy going. So, personally, I'm happy to just roll with the punches and mm. just you know, go with whatever's placed. But in an ideal world, in terms of recovery and getting yourself ready for games, it's I always want to fly the day before a game, get a good night's sleep, wake up and ease into your day um, on game day. So, as much as you can emulate what it is in a home game. So, 
Um, but yeah, you know, it's normality now. We're all used to it. Um, and we know it's not perfect, but it is what it is and it's fair for everyone. So, we, you know, I don't think there is that much whinging, but um, yeah, life's not that fair at the moment for anyone, is it? No, that's right. Well, the most important thing is, do you get to choose who you sit next to? Can you avoid any of the annoying blokes <laughs> on the club on the way down and back? Or do you have a set partner for the duration? No, um, unfortunately, uh, oh, sorry, fortunately, Shane Mumford's up in uh, the big business class usually because he's got the big legs. So I'm, I'm tucked well away from him, <laughs> which is nice. But um, no, nah, I just mix it up most times. Yeah, okay. If you were a couple of centimetres uh, taller, mate, you would have been up the pointy end of the plane as well. So you've, you've lucked out there. <laughs> hey, it seems as though every year, you must get a chuckle out of this, every year, either whether it be you or a, a, a teammate of um, of high calibres out of contract. Now, this year, it's Josh Kelly's turn. I don't even know if you guys talk about this. I'm sure you probably don't. Do you leave Josh just to um, make up his own mind? He's a player that uh, we know He's uh, calm and composed in this space. Won't be rushed on a decision. He's been here before. So you just sit back and, and let it happen and, ha- and have faith that he'll be with you for the duration? Yeah, that's the way. Um, I, I tend to go that way. I, I just know Josh has done it before. And uh, if he wants to lean on anyone, like, you know, Cogs has been through it. Uh, yeah. Myself and Toby tend to sort of sign early and, and sort of skip all the speculation. But there's a few boys that take a bit longer to make up their mind. And... Um, yeah, you know, that's that's their right, and yeah, I'm sure Josh will make the right decision. I, I think he'll stay. I hope he stays. Um, he's playing really good footy at the moment, and he's he's enjoying himself around the club. So I think that's all that's important for the moment. Yeah, and even though history says you've lost a few players, you're always going to. Obviously, that was just the I guess the 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 way of the world that you're always going to lose a few, but you must take heart in the fact that the star nucleus, the core of the side, as it, as it were, um, have stayed together and have been willing to stay together. That um, that 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 will continue. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's it's quite a proud moment for there to be a handful of players that are going to be giants for life at the moment. Um, you know, we all came here as eighteen-year-old kids. We sort of you know left school and a week later moved to Sydney. Um, still kids and not really knowing how to do much washing or cooking in that. So the, the footy club sort of raised us in a sense. So um, to have a really strong core that's going to be here for our whole footballing careers is really satisfying. Hey, Lockie, great to talk to you. I appreciate your time being so generous with it this afternoon and best of luck uh, for this weekend. That's a massive game. Saturday night, Marvel Stadium, 7.25, bounce down uh, with the Premier Richmond. Can't wait for it. All the best. Thanks for having me. Lockie Whitfield there, uh, GWS star defender. He'll play his third game back from that lacerated liver against the Tigers. Marvel Stadium, uh, I reckon just about the game of the weekend. Looking forward to Friday night too, mind you. Of course, Saints and the Cats, but that's a beauty. Richmond and GWS, both at four and four, both with injuries and both looking to get their head above water in a fascinating time of the season. After this break, we're going to go west. We're going to have a chat to Ryan Daniels, Channel 7 reporter in Perth, who was all over it. And we'll get the latest from him on the Willie Rioli saga and the latest chapter in that shortly.